You argue that the nation-state system, which has dominated world affairs since the Peace of Westphalia in 1648, is not up to solving our most acute global problems such as climate change. Turned off by your experiences as a diplomat, you have called for the end of top-down decision-making and a revolution in how we organize our affairs. You suggest that power can be challenged very fast in our interconnected system, much as a wave in a sports stadium can be started by just one person. To be sure, we've seen the Arab Spring over the past year and the emergence of the Occupy movement, but revolution seems to be petering out in the Middle East, and it remains to be seen what will become of the activist scene here in the U.S. Meanwhile, WikiLeaks seems to have faded and the government has clamped down on whistleblowers. Perhaps the leaderless revolution has peaked and we're now seeing a retrenchment? Perhaps, but I don't think so, because I think actually this is an, an inevitable trend. I think it is inevitable that national governments and states are going to be less and less able to control globalized problems. There is a category difference between states and stateless problems. And states claim that they're managing economic volatility, climate change, but the evidence is very clear that they are not. They are failing. And I think that is dawning on a lot more, a lot of other people than just me. Uh, the consequence of that is pretty clear that other actors will have to take responsibility. And it's really up to us whether those actors are malign or good. If we don't act ourselves, the malign, you know, greedy corporations, mafiosi, criminal networks, they will be the ones who are asserting, who are taking, who are entering that power vacuum. Unless we form movements to achieve the political objectives we want to see, um, I think the outcome of this will be pretty bad. Myself, I would make a distinction between the Arab Spring and Occupy and what I'm talking about. In a sense, revolution is the wrong word because I'm talking about an evolution of political action that people realize that governments are incapable of producing the outcomes they want and that therefore they take on more of the burden themselves through their own action. This is not a storming of the Bastille that I'm talking about, nor the overthrow of autocracy. It is a gentle uh, revolution of a gradual shift in power from top-down governments to the broader population and other entities. And in a sense, overthrowing autocracies doesn't really fit into that paradigm, particularly when they're replaced by other top-down governments, as has happened in Egypt, for instance. That, to me, in a sense, is obviously it's much better not to have an autocracy in, uh, of the kind of Mubarak in Egypt, but you've still got actually a top-down government. I, even for Egypt, I ultimately think that is not the right model. I think you, know, you need more bottom-up action. It is striking to me in Egypt that the most successful, the most popular political forces that have replaced Mubarak are those that actually have been doing what I've been talking about, which is bottom-up organizing. The Muslim Brothers have done a lot of providing services to the local population, whether education or welfare services. So in a sense, they illustrate what I'm talking about. The other problem, as I see it with Occupy, and why Occupy is not an example to me of the leaderless revolution is that up until now it's largely been a protest movement that is actually referring to a very traditional model of politics. It is protesting that government ought to do a better job. And there's lots of people in the Occupy movement who think that the answer is for better legislation to come from Washington to control you know, those nasty corporations. I don't think that's going to happen. I think those nasty corporations have much more political power than a few thousand people marching down Broadway. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. To me, the answer is not, therefore, protest, though protest has been, is very important to, to draw attention to particular problems like inequality 
as Occupy has very sen- uh, successfully done, it's a huge achievement to raise that up, the political agenda, in the way that they have. But to me, the correct form of revolution is to actually institute new new actions, to set up new systems, to replace the old because they are better, uh, and you know, uh, set up a banking system that is better than the conventional current banking system by embodying features which are, you know, things like democracy democratic, it's controlled by and owned by its customers and staff, it's transparent, it's um, accessible to everybody, including the poorest. You know, this is a better system than the current banking system. If you set that up, you would revolutionise the financial sector if it was plausible as a mainstream venture, which is, is possible. What, in my view, is not possible is arguing for a Congress that is, in my view, deeply corrupted to set that up for you. That's not going to happen. That's that's a lazy form of politics. Unfortunately, there's only the hard way available, which is set it up yourself.